from Cadmus to Crisis. Mmm, nice leathers. Oh, great, yeah. Cadmus to Crisis. Connor dies at the end. I feel like we've done this before. We are, for those of you just joining us now, because this is the only place to join us at the current moment. This um, is the one spot. We have done this before uh, over the internet, but um, it was I mean, it was moderately successful, I guess. Yeah, I would have liked to have heard it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that never happened. Never happened. This is a Superboy podcast. We're going to be going through the... Uh, Early 90s Superman, or Superboy. Sorry. Don't call me Superman. Don't. Well, that is confusing right out the gate. gate. So we're going to start with Superboy, issue number one. We should. This is David, over here, to my right. Hello. And I'm Drew, and we are going to be your guides to the uh, wild world of the adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Not the adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Oh, that's clearly stated. I believe it is. Most definitely not the adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Alright, Superboy number one. Uh, This was by Kiesel, Grummet, and Hazelwood. This is immediately coming off of The Reign of the Superman. If you have not read that or, you know, care to know more about that, you can visit uh, Crisis to Crisis. They did some pretty in-depth coverage over there. As far as we're going to go into it, and Superboy you is, can read those issues. at this point, considered a clone of Superman. Booyah. Uh, from when Superman died. Right. And then he moved to Hawaii. Yes. And that's where we're catching up on the story. Right. Uh, the cover I thought was really good. Oh, at this like, point, I really he didn't like even this move to Hawaii, though. I mean, he's still on a world tour. But we'll get to that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so it's Superboy in his flying pose. Uh, they use this pose for pretty much... All advertisements for Superboy for like the next year. He is flying over Hawaii, and there's a sunset in the background. Nice job, guys. Nice cover. Fantastic. Good job, Tom. Grumman. So you open up to the first page, and on the first page we have Superboy flying over the islands of Hawaii, and he is saying it is time to pump up the volume. Uh, action right off the git gate. Goes quickly into a battle that is already in progress. It seems like a character named... Sidearm is has Roxy as a hostage on the beach. She's wearing a red bikini. He wonders where Superboy is. When he can't figure out where Superboy is, he threatens to cut Roxy. <clears throat> he puts a gun in Double X's face and tells him to shut up. And I guess Superboy is flying down from the sky and uh, he gets punched in the face by Sidearm. Sidearm. <laughs> but you know what? We'll get to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, immediately after that, Superboy is laying on the beach. He's a little, a little dazed. He, uh, he's got a gun to his face. He immediately uses his tactical telekinesis to uh, shoot sand up off the beach and into Sidearm's face. This frees Roxy, and he uh, yells at Roxy, Hey, move it or lose it now. <laughs> Chivalry. Was dead, SP. Right. <clears throat> now, um... Oh, get, do you think SB is a good nickname for Superboy? Like, is it really... It's like it takes one just word. as much to say, really. Superboy SB. <clears throat> Superboy, one, two, three. Yeah, it's like one syllable less. Okay. Well, uh, Sidearm 
<clears throat> he's a character that has multiple robotic arms coming out of a tech vest that he wears. He uses the one that has two jagged knife things to swipe at Roxy, but uh, Superboy does step in the way and gets his wrist in front of that, uh, stops those knives. Sidearm then says, uh, you know, smart, you think you're so smart. You got no idea what my new arms can do. This guy's touched in the head. He is a... He is... He's not... He's the first bad guy. He's not a good bad guy. He's the first bad guy that uh, Superboy ever fights. Uh, right out of Cadmus, actually. In his own... No, that's right. Yeah, all right. We'll get to that in the future. Actually, in the past. But in the future. Sidearms... One of his arms uh, then does the uh, a claw game maneuver and captures <laughs> Superboy's wrist. And uh, Superboy just kind of stops for a moment and explains that he's got powers... Uh, tactical telekinesis, and immediately uses that tactical telekinesis to disassemble Sidearm's uh, knife arm. So that's that's that. Yeah, Superboy seems a little annoyed that his jacket got ripped a little bit. This kid's got to have tons of jackets. But Roxy does point out that he has tons of jackets now that he's got some money, so it's not such a big a deal. Sidearm decides to use his gun arm and actually shoot it for the first time in this entire assault. <laughs> and uh, all the bullets just bounce off of Superboy. It doesn't look like they ricochet and hit anyone else on the beach. So Surprisingly, there are still people just lurking there around. There are people just hanging out. Checking stuff out. <clears throat> Someone's sandals flying off. Yeah. Idiots. Then sidearm, noticing that the bullets didn't do anything, and the knife arm earlier didn't do anything, uses a smaller knife arm to try to stab Superboy. Uh, that also does not work. Uh, sidearm then grabs him with the one arm that actually looks like it, it might be able to do something. It's a bigger, bulkier, uh, just normal robotic arm with a fist attached to it. Yeah, he I think grabs he him. He borrowed this from Cable, I believe. It does look like that. There was an X-Factor um, crossover in an annual... Well, he no grabs way. Superboy, no, knocking no his sunglasses off, and he grabs him by the throat and starts choking him. So, looks like this arm was made by the tech, which we might meet that character in the future. I think we do. I don't remember. He made his arm strong with a special alloy in a special way. Right. It's all one piece, so Superboy cannot take it apart. Although it does attach to his tech vest, I've always had that You'd issue. Never mind. Pop we'll right off. But, um, so Superboy is being choked to death by this thing he can't disassemble, but Sidearm can't fly, so Superboy just launches off into the air. At this point, Rex Leach, his manager, is kind of freaking out. He doesn't want Superboy to die because they just started a world tour. Double X, also, little, seems concerned. Roxy, no, she's totally over being, uh... Held hostage at this point. She's totally casual. Yeah, she's pretty pissed, though. Uh, the cops show up. Always pissed. Roxy is pissed all the time. <clears throat> and this is the... Is this the first time we meet this character? Oh, yeah. Sam Makoa. Sam Makoa. He's essentially top cop of Hawaii. He's kind of pissed that Superboy is there. He doesn't want metahumans to be in Hawaii. He harasses everyone. He does not arrest anyone. He looks like he's arresting Double X, but he thinks Double X is all right. He does not like Lex... Or Rex Leach, or Roxy at all. Apparently, uh, their reputations have reached Hawaii. <laughs> I bet. They're a little scuzzy. They're scumbags. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so this flashes back to this whole 
flashback sequence where Rex is explaining how they're going to go on this world tour. Rex is a little wary of Double X because he's a telepath and he can read minds. And Rex does not want all of his dirty secrets out. But Double X seems to be pretty casual. He's, he's okay with this whole thing. He doesn't really give that much. I mean, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He's fucking Spock with horns. <clears throat> I think he's just kind of happy to not be at Cadmus. I think that's true. Yeah, he sees this whole thing as a vacation. He's like, all right. So they jump in what seems to be an ambulance? <laughs> or a police van? It's a police truck. But yes. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, from this angle. they go to try to catch up with Superboy. No, no, this is still the flashback. No, wait, is this the flashback? No, I flashback, and then, uh, you know... Uh, Okay, so Makoa's like, I drive fast and I'm nervous. And uh, he's Okay, yeah, they're trying to catch up with Superboy. And then Rex goes back into another flashback from uh, literally probably maybe a half an hour before this comic book started. Uh, sounds about right. Uh, he's selling t-shirts on the beach. Uh, then he points up in the air. Oh my god, this girl fell out of a helicopter wearing a bikini. Which case, Roxy is falling to her presumed death. And she's counting down five... For three, two, once, just once, I want to see Rex jump as Superboy saves her out of the air. Checks out her rack and says, I don't know, personally, I like you in the bikini. I like that. And there's like someone that. windsurfing in the background. <sighs> Is there? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. some good detail in here. Yeah. We'll go through that later. Sure. He then lands at the booth that's selling his merchandise, so that's... That's pretty convenient, and everyone's like, hey, look, Superboy just saved this. This is obviously a stunt. See, I think this is why people are still hanging out, because they think the stunt is still going on. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, someone says they saw him on Letterman, but they're pushing fucking Sidearm. Yeah, Sidearm, unfortunately, was hanging out on this beach in all of his evil gear yeah, right. uh, after getting his new arm from the tech. Under and, a sheet. Uh, He's wearing a sheet. He must have, like, seen the booth and was like, contemplating buying a Superboy t-shirt or something, and he keeps getting pushed closer and closer, the crowd's pushing in to see Superboy, and they're face-to-face. Except for he doesn't know that Superboy's going by Superboy, and he calls him Superman. Superboy then turns and goes, wrong. The answer is Superboy. And, hey, don't I know you? Well, immediately, Sidearm then takes Roxy as a hostage, aims his gun at Superboy, (laughs) <laughs> Superboy uses his tactical telekinesis to move the sand around him like a hurricane or tornado and disappears. In which case he goes up into the air, which is interesting. flies back down and gets punched in the face. He and basically the comic just book starts bails. back over. Now he bails, but like and then he flies super high, gets up all this momentum, and <laughs> then the flies fuck. back down and instead of like delivering a punch or something, he gets just punched right gets in the punched fuck. in the face. So he could have just stayed there. Got shot at already. But uh, now the flashbacks are over. Uh, Apparently Superboy passed out. Well, he's been being choked. He was being choked. He took off into the air. He passed out. Sidearm is trying to wake him up because they're about to (laughs) crash land. And they do. They do crash land. This does not kill either of the characters. In fact, Sidearm, being a normal human, other than these robotic arms, is surprised. He must use Superboy as like a... Human, a shield? Humanish shield. Still think that would hurt? Yeah, I would think so too. <clears throat> so he's waking up, and Superboy obviously is a little beat up from this too. He's just been choked. He doesn't think that was a great plan. Sidearm is realizing that he almost died. He's very surprised at this, so then he punches Superboy in the face, launching him into an army tank. Uh, a jeep, yeah. 
And then Superboy stands up and throws that Jeep at Sidearm. Sidearm pulls out his gun arm again and fires. And this time it blows up the entire Jeep. Yeah, I thought that he blew up that arm. Maybe he took out the knife arm. No, he took out the knife arm. Doesn't even matter. So now the bullets that were bouncing off of Superboy's chest uh, are now... This gun now shoots energy. (laughs) Apparently, and it blows up the entire Jeep. It's a weak Jeep. I guess. <clears throat> Superboy flies over and then punches the distracted sidearm, rips off one of his arms, makes a joke about disarming him. Sidearm then uses... Some kind of fucking... I think it's a broken arm with wires yeah. kind of hanging out of it still, and yeah. he starts wrapping the wires around Superboy. Um, T-1000 powers or something. Right. Superboy then just kind of uses... Uh, this grip that Sidearm used to flip him over his head and smack him into the concrete. At which point, Sidearm uh, is done. That knocks him out cold. And that uh, that police van that's carrying Rex and Mako and Roxy and Double X drives over. Mako gives Superboy a little bit of sass about Hawaii does not need a superhero. Roxy kicks Sidearm in the chest for good measure. And take that, creepazoid. And that's that's pretty much the end of the whole thing. Superboy has saved the day. He saved the day. He saved the day. He saved the day. He saved the day. He's a hero. And apparently they got a problem with heroes around this apparently place. Apparently Hawaii does have some uh, problem with heroes around this place. Uh, then we are going to move into a couple pages. Like the first of our here. postlude. Literally these set up for the rest these, of the next thirty. This is the next issues. year, really. So we're in an underground base below Pearl Harbor. A bunch of scientists are running around. <clears throat> this cylinder thing is cracking. Then it explodes, and the scientists have to run away because they think the uh, the ocean's gonna the come base in. is gonna be yeah flooded. Then. Ooh, my favorite part. Cut to a strip club called the Boom Boom Room. Honolulu's Chinatown. Just oh, off yeah. Hotel Street. We see a stripper that apparently is off-duty that has a gym bag hanging out at the bar watching TV. She sees Superboy on TV. Uh, Cute! A, a sailor comes up and hits on him. Hits on her. Yeah, her. So she throws her gym bag at him, which is apparently filled with all of the dumbbells from her workout. Yeah, right. <clears throat> She takes the gym with her. She doesn't go to the gym. I, no, you don't need to. Anyway, uh, this knocks the sailor to the floor, so obviously she's really strong. She sparks an interest in Superboy. She bets that Superboy has never met a girl like her. Never. Never. Then never. we're going to... All right. We're gonna splash cut to the next bit. Now we're back at... Police we're, HQ. We're actually in the watchtower with Booster Gold and... Be- Wait, no, that's an advertisement. Never mind. Oh, we will get to that. <laughs> That's like my favorite advertisement oh my from God. the 90s. At police headquarters, uh, a green cube has arrived for uh, Mako this afternoon. Makoa. It, Makoa? Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Uh, Mako's like that insurance shit, right? So someone sent him a green Rubik's Cube, yeah. and it starts glowing. I saw this in the Avengers movie. Isn't this the, uh, is the Cosmic it's Cube? It's not the Tesseract. Tesseract? It is not the Tesseract. It is a message cube. <laughs> and so it it makes this hologramic dragon. dragon that comes out of just kind of sitting on the desk there, and it explains that 
Silicone Dragons. Silicone Dragons have operated in Hawaii with respect to the police force. They're a gang, I guess. Yeah. The mob of Hawaii, I the, guess. The triads of Hawaii. Anyway, uh, they have matched the police force gun for gun, but now that Superboy has come to the islands, they're going to have to step up their game. And they explain that this is war. This war that they've been playing very fairly up until this point. Yeah, real fair. Makoa uses this as evidence that uh, Superboy coming to Hawaii Nothing but trouble. 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 Which case, uh, that brings us back to... The beach where some kid's stealing Rex's beach. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2195! So Rex is chasing down a kid that stole a bunch of the t-shirts that happen to be still laying about from when this whole thing got started. Superboy's still doing his live TV spot that uh, the stripper Kay was watching. Suddenly, he's met with an old friend. Turns around, and it's Tana Moon. Now, Tana Moon uh, was a reporter in Metropolis who was following Superboy around. She was pretty much his lowest lane during the whole yes. reign of the Superman for TV. She well, apparently, she went back to her home, WGBS, which reporter. is Hawaii. Uh, yeah, that explains why she was... Uh, Superboy is shocked to see Tana and Hawaii. And uh, she explains that she works there now, and she asks what's his excuse. Next issue. Yes. Girl Trouble. All right, David, what did you think of this episode uh, when you got this book? I <clears throat> loved it. I ran out to get it. I assume I got it at Phillips Pharmacy. That or Westfield's Comics. I think this is a Phillips. <clears throat> no, we got it. Like I had to get it like the first day. I remember reading it mm-hmm. in the, my living room. Multiple times. I'm sure Friends was on or something. I can say that I, I've had probably five copies of this book. Really? This is my this is my first one. Really? Yeah, this is the only one. I never sold any of my Superboy. Seriously? I, I, I had, like, probably five copies of this in my <laughs> possession at one point. I think I might have had an additional one at one point, but this is the original one. Okay. I know that. I was excited that Superboy was getting his own title. It was probably my favorite character from the reign. Yeah. Because uh, I could identify with him being young and liking to look at boobs. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, let's just kind of go through it. Cover. Again, we cover this crap. Cover Same was trade awesome. dresses like all the rest of the books that launched this month, like Steel, the Supergirl miniseries, uh, with the strip that says Reign of Tomorrow on the side. Okay. Yeah, really good cover. It, they must use an airbrush or something, because that's not just, like, it's good. I don't know. It's awesome. Uh, Sidearm is a villain, because we had not actually seen him yet. No. That whole flashback happens in a flat. This this whole book is all about flashback and stuff. There's a little flashbacky. Yeah. I, 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 I hate it. I mean, it was good for a first issue. I mean, you can't put, like, a really, you know, in-depth Solid. character on your... First episode, you gotta, you know, set no, the scene. No, they're not gonna put, like, uh, well, fuck. Who, who would even be, like, a big villain that he fought already? Uh, Cyborg, Cyborg Superman? Yeah, uh, I guess you would have to immediately The Stinger guy right. from, like, 502 or 3? I like Stinger. Stinger was good. He, I think he comes... They could have just used Deadshot, but whatever. Deadshot would have been cool, but whatever. Deadshot hadn't shown up yet, but... I thought it was an awesome use of the tactical telekinesis on the sand. Yeah, you gotta get that Superboy's really exploring his powers other than, like, you know, being strong. Which is still, I guess, like a result of telekinesis. It is. It is. I like the crack about the jacket. Uh, he was always concerned in the reign of the Superman when his jacket got ripped. 
Now, apparently, he has tons of them. Now, this whole battle is just him showing off how his powers are different than Superman's. Pretty much. Really. We talked about how Sidearm's big arm here... Yeah. ...that he used to choke Superboy... Yeah. ...it has to attach somehow. That's what I'm saying. He should have been able to pop that off with the... uh, He's kind of drawn with that sheet that he's wearing over it, but it looks like it just like straps around his neck and into the yeah, belt. Sidearms, yeah, sidearms costume. Uh, he wears a brownish green bodysuit with boots and gloves. Not even bodysuit. He's wearing like tights. Yeah, it's tights. That's it. Um, and some sort of white sheet over his uh, arms. Yeah, he's like the uh, the man with no name or some shit. He's got a mullet. Does he even have a backstory? A really? Mullet. He's just got shitty hair. Backs? I don't think so. No. Like I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because the only like background we have on this is he shows up in an annual, right? It's like I thought it was Superman's Superboy Zero. Maybe that's it. After Zero Hour, that yeah. might be because that's a flash. It's, there's a little flashbackiness in that one too. Um, but yeah, like he was using his powers to rob an ATM. And like, <laughs> yeah. like he's not alright. He's not a super villain. He's not a winner. He uh I'll say that. He's got a friend who makes good suits, but that's about it. Yeah. And they're not even that good. They're not. Or I mean they would be good against a different villain, maybe. Yeah, I'm like maybe uh um If he was very smart. Power pack. No, they would kick I could his see ass. him fighting his like Spider Man. He did fight Spider Man in this issue. This is Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man right here. This whole issue. <laughs> All right. There's cracks. There's jokes. He's got, like, a bunch of arms. Um, okay. He's swinging around. <laughs> what do you think of the police force in Hawaii, I guess? Uh, is good, but, like, I mean, he's, like, special federal agent, so I don't think he's, like, I don't know if he's local, really. He's a Hawaiian director, right, or something? I remember... I get yeah. a feeling like he's supposed to be FBI or... I the character grows on me. I remember that. Yeah. Like later in the series, he 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 sticks around for a bit, so he's not. Yeah, he's it's a good introduction. Rex, you kind of wonder why he's still in the book. He's pretty much just setting. I remember not liking Rex. Well, he's just come back much from here on out. He gets better. I think it's awesome. They flash back to when Superboy was living in Clark Kent's apartment. And, like, I don't know if, like, Jimmy Olsen helped him decorate this, or were they roommates or something, but he's got, like, a Voodoo Love Gods poster and a Spin Doctor poster. You can see barely in the corner of that one panel. Page nine for those following along. I, I am clearly not. Oh, there's a Spin Doctor. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fantastic. Because Superman was dead. Boy, Sidearm really just does not seem to get that he is outclassed here. At all. Well, I mean, he almost chokes him out. Yeah, well, that that was close. Um, How many cigarettes does Roxy smoke in this issue? Someone should do it. I feel like we should keep a tally. Like for the series? <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of cool. <clears throat> we'll go back in time. So she kind of cleans up her shit and gets her... We'll count this. Over. That'll be in the next episode <laughs> yeah, when we go, go. through number two. I, you know the jokes are really good? Like the Indiana Jones snakes don't bother me at all when the wires are wrapping around Superboy's yeah. arm. And the exposition at the end, that really does set up the year. So that, I mean, that is Superboy number one. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Not much to say about K at this point. You may think it's not your problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to get into this ad real quick. There is an ad <laughs> Excuse me. right before page 21. That's a classy podcast we got going on here. <clears throat> yeah. 
They ran these in all the books. And it wasn't DC just universe. this one. There was a couple of different ones. I know that. There, were there other characters Yeah, there were other... I think there was definitely other Justice League characters. Okay. Um, and it's drawn really poorly, too, and that's it's kind of what I liked. Good. Like, it was obviously, like, DC... <laughs> Look at Fire's skirt here. I, Some in- okay. intern... Yeah, I don't know what this costume is. You may I think it's not your problem. Do you want to be Booster? Yes. Okay. I am be you, bo- Booster. I tell you, I'm afraid to even date these days. You mean AIDS? Don't worry. I only date nice women. I guess we don't have a fire. Have a fire. You morons! Do you think you can get AIDS only from people who aren't nice? It doesn't matter who you are. The HIV virus doesn't discriminate. Many of my friends back home have died of AIDS. It doesn't mean that they weren't nice or that this was some kind of punishment. Everyone is at risk of exposure to HIV. The virus that can lead to AIDS. Listen, I. I no, I oh, think wait. that's still there. Is that there. still fire? Yeah, they didn't put Listen, a. They didn't put a character. I don't need to attend any more funerals. If you're going to be intimate, protect yourself. Know the facts, at least for me. I feel a little bit better, but she sure knows how to take the fun out of things. Maybe we should be thinking about more than fun right now. Dot dot dot. Think again. Wear condoms, kids. Yeah. Is what this is about. Presented as a public service by DC Comics. <sighs> AIDS was a real big deal. Sure. In the early 90s. You can tell by the foreshortening on Fire's arm. It's, yeah, what the drawing is horrible. No offense to whoever did this, I'm sure. Is that even Booster's better. costume? That's what I'm saying! Has yeah. Booster ever worn that? I don't remember this. And, I, you and know what? Fire blue, looks all. The uh, Blue Beetle is actually not that bad. <laughs> he looks like he should look. Yeah. And I don't know where they're hanging out, but uh, there's a typewriter on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) A word processor, a couple of round things, some kind of weird... Like, superheroes do reports. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't Oberon be doing this shit? They're just hanging out. Ah, That's good. I did see one more ad I want to address. Uh, The very... Oh, actually, there's two in the back here. There's the Man of Steel Lobo issue. Fight, fight, fight. Fight. That was a great fight, issue. Fight. But there's... I always... I never... Did you ever pick this up? The Batman Darkest Night? No. When his parents were killed, Bruce Wayne swore to bring all criminals to justice. Now he has just the weapon to do it. The Ring of a Green Lantern. Hey kids, thanks for uh, tuning in for our first episode of uh, Cadmus to Crisis. Um, unfortunately, we were foolish and um, we cut off the end of the episode, so... Sorry about that. Um, please stay tuned. Uh, listen to the next episode. We kind of get into more of a groove and we go through more of the ads next time. And I think I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, leave us a comment. Let us know. What to-
Music provided by filmmusic.io. Surf Shimmy by Kevin McLeod. Um, licenses CC by creativecommons.org. Licenses by 4.0. And uh, fuck it. We're going to pay the 20 bucks and just buy that so we're never going to have to say this again. Thanks, Kevin.